This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Hi, Kara RDH here. Before we get started, I want to thank Listerine for sponsoring this podcast audio article. There is some exciting new research that shows Listerine antiseptic is 4.6 times more effective than floss for sustained supergingival plaque reduction. This shows the antimicrobial action of Listerine, in addition to the mechanical action of floss, can help achieve optimal oral health. I highly encourage you to check out the research for yourself by going to rdh.tv slash attack plaque. That's rdh.tv slash attack plaque. The link is also in the description of this audio article. And please note, although a sponsor of this audio article, Listerine and Johnson & Johnson Consumer Inc. had no input into or control over the content being presented in this podcast. Now let's get to the audio article. Halitosis, Methods for Dental Hygienists to Broach a Sensitive Topic by Sharon Boyd, M-A-R-D-H. Chronic halitosis is embarrassing for everyone. A dental patient with bad breath may feel too embarrassed to step foot inside a dentist's office, and the dental team may feel uncomfortable bringing the issue to the patient's attention. Oral health professionals, though, have the responsibility to feel confident in effectively and gently helping patients find a solution for the halitosis. Sometimes the answer is simple. Encouraging dental patients to adopt better home hygiene and a recare routine is the first step in combating bad breath. During their next profi, be sure to discuss the systemic effects of periodontal infections, including how the inflammations impact heart health, reproductive wellness, and even change the way our breath smells. Reassure patients that by focusing along the gum lines and scheduling regular preventative care, they can easily promote a healthier and fresher mouth, as well as decrease strain on their overall immune system. Adopt an all-or-nothing approach to your oral hygiene education discussion. The thorough approach will help when it comes to including sensitive or embarrassing topics. For example, if a patient has moderate subgingival calculus, consider discussing how a water flosser or interdental brushes can clean those spaces to help with gingivitis, periodontitis, and even halitosis, especially since these tools can reach much deeper than conventional flossing. By giving an emotional reason to use a physical preventative care tool, you've made the connection the patient needs to actively change their oral hygiene habits. A sign of an underlying medical problem? Lingering halitosis or changes in the way someone's breath smells can be linked to non-dental conditions like sinusitis, allergies or a post-nasal drip, diabetes, reflux disease, lung diseases, including asthma and cystic fibrosis, bowel obstruction, tonsil stones, and certain cancers or a metabolic disease. These medical conditions, of course, also have other symptoms besides the risk of halitosis. By completing a thorough medical assessment and screening during every recall exam, hygienists can help connect the dots for their patients. For example, if a patient is presenting with halitosis and acid erosion in the cusps of their molars, you could ask them if they're experiencing any heartburn symptoms. More than likely, halitosis isn't going to be the only physical symptom of the coexisting condition. The better you are at inquiring about underlying health factors, the less you'll have to rely on discussing the bad breath separately. Introduce new products and findings. What can patients do to actively improve their breath within the scope of oral care? Think about the resources you have on hand in your practice and introduce them during the recall appointment. So for example, you could say, 
You know what, Jan? I noticed that you have a pretty thick film across the top of your tongue. I don't know if you've noticed any changes in the way your food tastes or how fresh your mouth feels, but sometimes those thick residues can interfere with that. I've got this really cool tongue scraper that you need to see. I started using one about six months ago, and you wouldn't believe the stuff that comes off with it. Here, I'll show you how to use it. Or, Jan, I know you love reading about natural health remedies. I've got to tell you about this really neat piece of literature that I read last week discussing oral probiotics. It turns out that certain probiotic strains can actually help prevent bad breath and might even help with managing periodontal disease. I thought that was so neat. Or, I just started using this new mouthwash that I love. It just makes my mouth feel so clean after I brush and floss, and my breath is fresh for hours after. I've got some samples if you want to try some. Talk about it without pointing it out. Just like other touchy subjects, it can be difficult to talk about halitosis or other problems without causing an awkward moment in the operatory. But by being consistent in how you mention concerns and group them together with others, it's possible to communicate what the patient really wants to know about without narrowing the topic of conversation. Chances are your patient is probably already self-conscious about having halitosis, especially if they douse themselves in mouthwash right before the appointment. Our role is to help patients in a tender, understanding manner without making them more uncomfortable than they already are. When we use phrases that include bad breath, it'll perk up their interest, even though the halitosis isn't the subject of the conversation. Chances are you'll notice a big improvement between now and their next appointment. I hope you enjoyed that audio article. Thank you again to Listerine for sponsoring this episode and for their recognition of the important role hygienists play in the dental office. I highly encourage you to check out the new research that shows Listerine antiseptic is 4.6 times more effective than floss for sustained supergingival plaque reduction. This shows the antimicrobial action of Listerine, in addition to the mechanical action of floss, can help achieve optimal oral health. Head on over to rdh.tv slash attack plaque. That's rdh.tv slash attack plaque to learn more. And please note, although a sponsor of this audio article, Listerine and Johnson & Johnson Consumer Inc. had no input into or control over the content being presented in this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 